2: love Forgive
1: shy shy fly fly radio radio
2: oh my god i can't hear Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, people. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Let's see. Can anybody hear me here? Because I can't hear myself. All right. Give me one second. Let's try this again, people.
3: Privity. Love. Forgiveness.
1: shy, shy, song, song. Fly. 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 Radio.
2: All right. Good evening. Good evening. I'm having issues hearing myself. But give me one second here. All right. Good evening. Way, good evening. evening. I hope evening. everyone can hear me. hear me. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. Having some uh some uh difficulties there, but good evening and welcome to. Uh, fly Conversations with your girl, Shaydon. that is me. Thank you so much for joining. I so appreciate it. So for those of you um, who this might be your first time, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining and for being on with me tonight. I appreciate it. Um, and, hey, I think let's just jump right in. Give me one second here. Y'all bear with me. I don't know what's happening. Let's see. Okay, let's see. Let's try this again. All right, y'all bear with me.
3: All right.
2: All right, so is that better now? Um, Let's see what we have here. Hopefully that should be better. I didn't know there was no sound and I'm talking. Okay. Um, But there was a a young lady. um, So like I said, let me give a little background on why I chose to go with this topic tonight of black unity and can it really exist? So there was a um, young lady that walked past um, while I was at work, me and the older lady were standing talking, and the younger lady walked past. And as she walked past, the older lady made a comment um, about the look of the younger lady, and I looked at her and I said, well, you know, is it necessarily really to, to feel that way or to say that about her? And um, she was like, well, you know, I'm just telling the truth about it. It's just it's, it's just that. Um, I believe her, her comment was uh, she looked like an ape so to speak. And so, you know, like I said, it rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm like, is it necessary to, to, to speak those about her, you know, like, is that called for? And, you know, and she's like, well, I'm just saying what it is, what she looks like. And I said to her, I said, why is it that we would, we stand around and we can talk about each other like that and think that it's okay and feel that it's fine. And we don't have to be held accountable for it or anything of that nature. And her reply to me was, Well, this is the way the world has always been. What makes you think it's gonna change now? So at that moment, you know, it, it kind of struck me as odd because in this at this stage of the world, the way the world is currently, There there ought to be some kind of accountability to help to us building black unity, especially to me, from our older community, from our older generation. There should be some form of understanding that. I need to set the example. We need to show that we can come together. We need to come together, not even just show, we need to come together and to understand that in order for someone else to respect or to respect us as a whole, we should be focused on how we can show respect to one another. And knowing that she felt that way, you know, I voiced that. And again, this was her next reply to me being, um, that it won't make a difference for me to voice my opinion of black unity at this moment, because it hasn't changed in all these years. And with the way this generation is now, it'll never change. And that, that, those, those words right there, that sentence right there struck a nerve in my entire body. Because to me at that moment, what she was saying was that because it hasn't happened And because, yes, we have a lot going on with this generation, due to those factors, it'll never happen. So me voicing my opinion on it, me discussing it, me bringing it back to the forefront, me being one of many, many thousands, millions probably, that are voicing their opinion on it, that are voicing it and want these things to happen, she said it'll never happen. And it, it, like I said, and it really, really bothered me. So I wanted to open this discussion. Like I said, I want—I don't want to just give my opinion and my thoughts. Any of my listeners, if you have a question, if you have a comment, please, by all means, let me know. Join in because the only way we can get to a full understanding is if we all have the discussions. If we make it our business to have these discussions. Uh, Hold on, looks like I have someone wanting to speak, so give me a second. Let me make sure I'm doing this right. And
3: Yay, yay I did it right. <laughs> I got it.
0: <laughs> Good evening. And I believe this is the most
2: beautiful Queen Valencia Griffin Wallace. Welcome.
0: Hi. Then you said my whole government name.
2: <laughs> oh, I was just supposed to say <laughs> Hey
0: <laughs> Hey, Queen Shannon. Um I just wanted to say, A, you're doing an excellent job. Very interesting topic. And uh, when you said what the lady said, uh, your coworker, I'm guessing, my mouth, like, dropped open. Um, Mm -hmm. A, that she was even comfortable enough to, like, say that out loud. You know how some stuff you just think in your head, that don't mean you're supposed to say it out loud?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: Um, so that's my first thought and I okay, so my my that's my first thought. My second thought was she was black. Right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And actually about, I don't seven, think, about a 70-year-old a 70-year-old black lady at that.
0: And that's um that's crazy to me and I think when people say stuff like the world always been this way, the world ain't going to change and everything else, like, let's, let's not focus on the world. Let's focus on our corner of it. And if everybody does their part to make, you know, their corner of the world better, you know, by not doing stuff, then it'll affect, you know, it'll affect the Everybody else eventually. That's like saying I'm not going to take out my trash because my nobody else in my neighborhood does. So you just gonna be trashy, you know? I think that's a really, um, a really, really crazy uh, mentality. Um, And I think the way that we change that and then foster black unity is is less focused on the people that we could touch first, meaning, like, they could see us, hear us, we have Mm -hmm. some type of interaction with, and then, you know, then they touch their corner of the world and stuff like that. But I think, you know, that's no, just because everybody else you feel is doing it don't mean it's okay for you to do it.
2: Exactly. Exactly. looks like I have another question or comment. So hold on, Valencia, don't go anywhere. Cassie. Hello, hello, hello. it looks like someone has a question or comment? Hello, caller okay, well, it looks like it's not there but but let me let me say this anyone that has a comment or anything they would like to say, please by all means, don't forget to press um number one, like I said, we want to make this a conversation because the conversations need to be brought to the forefront um yeah, and and to the point, like I said, of the the seventy year old lady, I I understood where she would get that from. I understood where what she was saying. At the same time, for me, it's more. It, it I think it hurt more for me also to hear it coming out of the mouth of someone that was back in the the sixties and seventies and saw what was going on. That know you know that lived through some of that. That know that these are some of the fights that was happening. You know, you grew up down here in Florida, so you know some of the things that were going on. You know some of the fight that people had but yet you, you even at this point in time and today this is how you feel about black people coming together to make to make what where we live, to make what we how we think and feel and treat each other a little bit better. Now, Martin Luther King said a quote um he said, we must live together as brothers or perish together as fools. Now, I will say on my end, to be honest, if you look around, how, how are we living currently? How are we living? Right now, if we look around, yes, we uh, there are so many of us, we get upset about the police brutality. We get upset about, you know, honestly, let's just be real. Sometimes it feels like it's just open season on the black community. But what are we doing aside from getting upset about it and wanting to, wanting to fight with violence back at the situation? That, that to, that my mind state says no one will ever respect us and treat us with dignity until we can do it for ourselves, until we can respect each other and treat each other with dignity first then we, won't, then we won't have to walk around and perish like fools. Then we can live together. We can move together. We can grow together. We can develop the, the, the things we need to develop. We can be able to build our communities back because it's not happening. It's, it's, these are things that are not happening. And anyone listening, please understand, by no means at all, Am am I a racist or am I am I, you know, against any other race? Because actually that's one of my questions. Does being united mean we have to push out other races and ethnicity? So please believe that I'm not that's not my focus, but my focus and my thought is as as the black community, what are the the, the blocks, what are the walls, what are the things that we have up that are keeping us from coming together, from building together, from pushing each other, from helping each other get to that next level? What are some of the things that are happening that's causing this? Now, we can look around, and, and, and I, for one, I've picked up on a couple things. One, there's the, the, the whole concept, and the way I see it is, we'll do whatever for the dollar. We'll do whatever for the attention. We'll do whatever it is to make my world better, even if that means bashing the next black man or talking and dragging the name of the next black woman through the mud. I have a huge, huge problem with other black male uh, uh, um, um, social media and different things of that nature or whatever they call themselves, I really don't know. But when they're when they're bashing other black men, and and just just for for the sake of the conversation, Derek Jackson is one. I, I, I honestly, and I know there are a lot of women that love him, and that's that's the plan to get the women to love him. That's the plan to get the women to understand, um, to get the women to understand that yeah, you know, we we love you know Derek Jackson. We're with this, we're that. They want to do all of that, and and get the women to follow but what we're not getting what they're not getting is they're not getting that he is bashing other men as opposed to uplifting the next man as opposed to helping the next man out you're he's simply putting these 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 women in a position to say well this is the bad part of the black man this is what's happening with the black man this is what's going on with the black man. And women, especially black women, because let's be honest, black women have bashed black men forever, for centuries, for decades. Just for, they, they, they bash the black man forever. So knowing that that's been the case, now I can come in on top of that and be a black man myself and say I'm empowering the black woman, but I'm still going to bash the black man. And this is how, this is how, this is, this is how we're doing this. This is how we're going. So, for any of my listeners, um, for any of my listeners, tell me what are your thoughts on black men black, bashing other black men or black women bashing other black women? Cause this is stuff that happens way too often. It's just way too regular. And I just need, I want to understand, or or maybe even see if somebody else can maybe explain to me or help me to understand how this is happening, why this is happening, why do we think that this is okay, why we think that this is something we should be doing or we could be doing, or or, or, or i I just trying to understand where we're going with this and why this is happening, why we're thinking this is the way to help each other out. Let's see do we have any questions here. I don't know. It looks like we have a question. Let's see. okay, I don't recognize this number hello caller you You have a question a comment okay, so I'm not sure what's happening with that um so i'm I'm just on I'm, I'm trying to understand though um What's going on here? So now, even with the women bashing, let's just let's let's go into that because I see way too often that, and I have to be honest. Especially down my social media page, I see way more. The ratio of black women bashing black men to men bashing women, it's it's so far outside of. I, I mean, it's it's honestly it's ridiculous. The ratio of women that bash men over and over again is really, is it's ridiculous. Now here's my question: How do you expect a man to be to be able to to want to 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 help out or a man to want to be in your life and to treat you right with all they see because trust and believe ladies they look they've looked at your social media prior to talking to you, but all they see is your bashing of a man all they see is you putting down men all they see is you sharing these posts about a man that that, that oh, the worst kind of man is to open a woman's heart and to not give love or whatever the way it however it goes um I don't understand how we expect to, for these black men to feel value, to feel love, to feel wanted when this is all they're seeing on, their, on your social media, when this is all they're seeing up and down the page. Now, granted, yeah, we love the comments of the men that uplift us. We love that. We love that. But at the same time, where are the, where are the posts of the men being uplifted? Where are the posts of, of any of that happening? That, I don't see that happening often. I don't see the women posting and saying, you know what, black men, we love you. We know what you've gone through. Because let's, let's be honest about it. If we go back to slavery, we know black men were raped in front of their women and children to keep them submissive. So they're already fighting that whole situation there, that whole thing that took place there. That is that's just, just something that's always been, and now it's, it's this loom over black men to always feel that they have to, by all means, fight through something. They have to always push through something. Um, they're, always, they're always feeling that way. So how do we expect them to feel any better? How do we expect them to treat us better, and then they get with us and we be little? As a matter of fact, I was watching Greenleaf not too long ago, and... Um, so the, the son, um, he kissed the other woman or whatever, and his wife, you know, she found out about it. But at the same time, now, now, please, 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 I'm not condoning infidelity in a marriage. I'm not saying that. But this is what I'm saying when i watched that and paid attention. She, she the, the wife, in a, in a sense, caused that to happen because she broke that man to the smallest fraction. By constantly telling him he's a failure, by constantly telling him that everything that they're, that is pretty much good, because these are her words the way I saw them, was because of her. You cannot beat a dog to the ground and think the dog is still going to get up and attack somebody when they're coming to feed him. It's not going to happen. It, it just can't happen. All right, it looks like we've got a question. Looks like, Miss uh, Queen V, is that you again?
0: Uh, yes, ma'am. I, I have a lot of questions and comments, um, but I'm, I can't monopolize the whole uh, time. But, but You know how we I, do, talk. We can talk. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm just listening, I'm just listening, and when you talk about, okay, so I guess i have just hit on the point of black women um bashing each other rather slick side eye however you wanna put it or whatever, it to me, I, I think it just it comes from what you hear growing up, right? So like with the lady Ooh. you were talking about, your your um th- with the lady, she's gonna say that in front of somebody that's gonna internalize it, right? And they're gonna think mm-hmm. it's okay to say it. And that's how stuff Passes on and becomes something Um, And I think I've said this I've said this many times before Like we made the term Black on black crime popular Because we heard it on the news Or wherever else And then we continuously repeat it When in all actuality Every race commits crime Against their own race Higher, Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying Like you you commit Mm -hmm. crime so you could say white on white crime, Asian on Asian crime, but the fact is we picked it up, we you know we adopted it and we use it. You hear people of, of all races, but you know especially black people say, talk about black on black crime. Well, you know, so I think the same thing when it comes to um, women bashing somebody made it cool by accepting it. And we gotta mm. find other ways to relate to each other than bash other other women. You know, um, we have to really adopt a zero tolerance policy. And maybe if we stop bashing each other, like just don't, you know, like how your grandparents raised you, you can't say nothing nice. Don't say nothing at all. So let's, right. you know, be quiet and work on your goals. And maybe, you know, black women wouldn't be so last. You know, wouldn't be last on so many. Um, you know, business and, you know, money and this, this, and this, like I think Maya Angelou said about black women being the mules of the world or something of that nature. Well, maybe we need to just stop talking and, um, start, you know, stop talking about each other, you know, let's talk like 401K instead of MK. Mm.
1: You
0: know,
2: you understand what I'm saying? So that's my, uh, yes
0: that's ma'am. my two cents.
2: Absolutely, I absolutely understand Okay, looks like we have a question It looks like it's my other sister, Queen LaVon Hey, Queen LaVon Yes, ma'am Can you hear me?
3: Okay, hi Hi, Queen (laughs) So you should have known This was going to just touch a little spot with me
2: (laughs) Today I should have have known after today, Yes,
3: yes because my question is kind of picking right up where Queen V was um, just speaking about with the unity and with women bashing men and with the conversation that kind of is lingering over still for me with Mm -hmm. men has the mentality for men changed because is it because of women bashing them or has the mentality just can't change to the point where they think we are only supposed to cater to them.
2: Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Now, that is a really good question. And I wonder if if if, if the whole role has, uh, and your, what you're saying, like, has the whole thing
3: flipped now? Yes. Because women are more emasculated men. Um, and so where men, we always saying, I could do it myself, I got it, or this that the men think, well, okay, they don't need me. So, well, I'm just going to sit here and wait for them to serve me since they good, you know, they don't need me. So it's like, did the roles reverse or did some, like, where did it change? When Hmm. did the rules change? That's a good question. That is a really good question.
2: And then, and even in that, though, if you think about it, if we're going to talk about that, then we have to also talk about pretty much it's, it's, it's on us then because if it did flip in in that manner then that means we caused it to flip by constantly saying I don't you know I don't need you and I'll again I'll, I'll be honest I was once for saying if you're here it's because I want you here not because I need you and if, I, if you think about it how many times do you tell somebody I mean I don't need you before they're like well fine because at the end of the day, that's the common. That's common for most people. They 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 want to feel needed in some form. I may, I may not need you to fill every void, but I I I, I want to feel needed. I want to feel like there's something I do for them, or that they need me for. That you know, it, it, to some some degree, it may not be a, a huge degree, but again, is it still that that thing that's mm-hmm. that's in us that tells them I don't need you? That continuously, and and I mean. I've got to be the devil's advocate mm-hmm. here, that continuously beats down the black man because there is no man on this planet. And mm-hmm. trust me, I've, I've looked it up. I've tried to find research. I can't find any man on this planet that takes as much hell as a black man. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't wow. been able to, to, to find that. And then to get further hell from the black mm-hmm. woman, that's supposed to be his back. That's supposed to be his support. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, now LaVon and Valencia both. Y'all can, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong because I'm not married, but you are. And and especially you, LaVon, I'll say, you know, Valencia, I love you, but you, you know, you know, I'm not, <laughs> not including you. do not She know I love her. i just, <laughs> but especially for you, LaVon, because you do, you are married to a black man. So that mm-hmm. with that black man. Do you find sometimes that that you have to, and I'm not going to say stroke his ego, but at some point in time that he needs a little bit extra? Not saying all men don't, but do you find sometimes that he might need that little tiny bit of extra because he feels the pressure of a black man?
3: Oh, true, because not only, you know, am I married to a black man, we have three black sons and it is hard for him to watch the news and see young, you know, black boys killed. And I know this drastically with the Trayvon Martin, it did something to my husband Mm. Mm. that it, it stirred something that it was almost like a passion that I'd never seen him have but then I, I had to realize that it was because he saw, you know, our kids. He saw our sons. And he it changed his language. It changed, you know, the way that he interacts. Some of the conversations, we started having to have these difficult conversations with our kids. And not telling them that all, you know, other races are bad, but it, it was just the truth of the matter. It's the truth okay. of the matter that there's a possible pulled over- these are things we need you to do, you know. This I'm, and it's a conversation that it was scary as a mom, but I would see how it would drain him. So yeah, I would have to. Like you said, it wasn't wasn't a, it wasn't a false humility, but it was truly trying to soothe that part of him. So mm. if I had to be a little more lovely, what I call, it, you know, do a little shimmy, like, can you zip me up? You know, I just need you to do this. Or can you take care of this? Because I I think all men, even like you said, all men, they need to feel like they are needed to some point. For women, we want to be, I think we want more to be wanted. Men Absolutely. have to feel that need because after all, they were created for a purpose in this earth. They were created first, the first sex. Was created. And they came with an authority and a responsibility. I mean, God gave Adam a responsibility even in the Garden of Eden. He said, name, he brought animals to him name these name everything he had a responsibility so for me as a woman to come and take away that responsibility even within the garden for even take away responsibility that he has to protect and to provide for that woman and to be that covering when we take away that we tear them down so it mm-hmm. makes it hard for us to how do we how do we have unity because they look like I don't know if she's really going to be real is she going to tear me down or is she going to throw me to the wolves so how can we unite on issues as simple as, you know, protecting our sons?
2: Absolutely. I mean, you. you I think you said that perfectly. I think you said that, per, like, perfect. Because, again, and that was my point, because I, we have to think about it. Like I said, even in slavery, these men were mm-hmm. beat down. They were beat down. Mm-hmm. We had to, the women had to stand and watch these men be sodomized by the slave owners. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I mean, if you can, and even people say, well, that happened so long ago, but for a black mm-hmm. man to know that happened to another black man, for mm-hmm. him to even know that, do you, I can't even begin to imagine the kind of thought process he has every single day to prove himself to not mm-hmm. only the world, but now I also have to prove myself to my woman or to up to women that are supposed to support me women that are supposed to lift me up and help push me women that are supposed to have my back you know and and I know I have a son you said you have three and I'll tell you right now in this in this current state of 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 the world there are I'll tell you this it's it's a it's a deep pain in me and it's a deep pain and almost a fear. I I don't live off of it and I you know I don't dwell on it, but there is a a deep pain because it it is almost like it's open season. Every time you look up whether it's a young male, it's a young female, whatever it is, it's always something different. It's always something. And and it, and like you said, it's it you want to get them prepared you want them to know if you're ever pulled over if this happens if that happens and the sad part is it's not even about just them pulling over 12 year old sitting on the beach mm-hmm. i know right here in jacksonville florida sitting on the beach the lady didn't want him sitting there so she runs and get the cop now he's not even doing anything he's just sitting waiting for mm-hmm. his father to come down waiting waiting to meet his father and because she didn't want him there and felt he was somewhere she didn't want him she ran and got the police and here they come. Now, why do you need two or three of y'all for a 12-year-old?
3: Mm. It's
2: those kinds of things that make you pause and have to take a step back and say, hold on. I don't believe, and this is just me, I don't believe this could continue to happen if, as a black community, we were more united than we are. If we, mm. st- st- if we were standing together. If we came together better than we are at this current moment, we would be okay. Let's think back just a moment, even, um, like you said, with the Trayvon Martin case. Okay, and that one, for me, that one, I think, honestly, I think that one kind of shook the whole country, Mm -hmm. shook the black community as a whole at that moment, and, you know, there were a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk. We went back to, th- to Angela, some of the things Angela Davis said, and the Black Panther Party said, I heard a, I, you know, I heard a lot of it being talked about. And one of the things that, that came up in all of that was one of Angela Davis' speech where she was saying, if you really want to make a difference, you have to really affect the bottom line. Going back out and uh-huh. fighting because they've tried that. They've tried the riots. They've tried the marches. They've tried all of that. So if you want to affect something, hit the bottom line. What's the bottom line? The cash flow. So I know at that moment they were saying, okay, well, you know, with Black Friday coming up, everybody boycott Black Friday. If all the black people just don't go out Black Friday. I can count on one hand how many people I know did not go out there. The rest, oh, no, I got to get this TV. Oh, I have to get this. I have to get that. I have to do this. And And it's funny now that I'm thinking about this because this even ties into um, what we discussed on Tuesday on Define You Radio about these price tags. And the sad thing is we will sacrifice our whole community. We will sacrifice our lives, the lives possibly of our children, behind wanting to have all of these things that in the end mean nothing. If if they had gone and actually done what the conversation was, I personally believe that there would have been some because first of all, that would have left too much of a dent, too much of a dent because uh, because statistically, we know that the black the the African American community that that's where most of the spending and all of that comes from.
3: Um. We have
2: to. That, that's where it comes from. So had we backed off a bit, had we stayed together, had we, if we were going to stand together on that and done that, I believe we would have rocked some stuff up a little bit. We would have, we would have, we would have shaken up some things to say, okay, hold on, hold on. They, they're coming together. Now, I, I'm not a preacher or anything, but the Bible says, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, then will I hear from heaven, right? So if all of these people come together, right, and if God is saying, if y'all come together, and my name comes together, meaning all of you as one, because that's part of unity. Unity meaning no longer being multiple, but coming together as mm-hmm. one. So if you come together as one, and if God can hear your voice, do you not believe that you could shake up, the whole, you could shake up this whole country by coming together under one voice? by coming together. It's not something new. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, uh, uh, Louis Farrakhan, there, all these people have been saying it for years. Uh, Sodom uh, Shakur, Angela, Angela Davis, all of these people have been saying this for years. Unity, unity, unity. I saw a, um, a, um, a, a meme I saw on Pinterest where it said we went from black power and unity in the 60s and 70s to every man for themselves.
0: Wow. When did
2: we get to that point? When did we get there? And it's, it's really a sad thing to me because at some point, when it, whenever it happened, we didn't even realize it was happening. And I don't think we knew it was happening. We were just, just, oh, I'm just living. I'm just living. You know, I'm just going to live life the way it is. I'm going to do what I need to do. But we didn't realize that now we separated and decided, well, I got to get me, me. Because if you listen, you'll hear these things. Well, I got to go get me, me. I don't know what they got going on. I'm not going to let them stop this. I'm not going to let them stop that. But yet we have somebody right next to us that is in need, and we won't help. We'll let them suffer. Now, let me, let me go on a whole different route here now because this is something I want to talk on. So um, I know a lot of different people, so I do know some pro-black people as well. And here's my question, though, and, and Lavonne Valencia, if you're still there, y'all can chime in on this as well and tell me your thoughts. Does being pro-black or being proud to be black mean that you have to push out other races? No,
3: oh,
2: no. No. Oh, I'm sorry, am I unmuted? <laughs> You're not muted, You're good. Oh. <laughs> you could. Oh. You are <laughs> So now Valicia, let me let me ask you. I'm gonna ask you. Okay. So because part of here let's talk Serena Williams. AKA hashtag mm-hmm. body goals, okay?
4: Serena mm. Williams.
2: <laughs> so when she got married there was this whole big uproar. Everybody, just upset. One, I don't know why, because y'all don't know her personally, so I don't even understand it. But, oh, my God, she married this white man. Oh, my God, her dad didn't even attend the wedding. Well, because her father hated white people, and why would you go marry a white person? Blah, 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 blah. And her reply was, he's treated me better than any man I've ever been with. And drop the mic and walk away. Drop the mic. Right. So... It, 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 it's crazy to me. In your opinion, do you think that marrying outside your race, dating outside your race, does that weaken the black unity? That could possibly happen. No.
0: Um, and these are these are my my thoughts. And then, if you don't mind, I like to rewind because um, you know I huh. do have a black son.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> so those the comments um the comments the things that go on you know that's going on currently you know both me and my husband have discussed those things with my son however mm-hmm. um where is where that's a worry or concern for me um statistically you know we have to look at what's going on within our people that look like us Mm. versus, you you know, and I'm just being 100 about that, you know, because he get pulled over for whatever whatever reason, you know, and I I pray for my son every day for, you know, favor with his teachers on the shot, blah, 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 and to protect him from all harm, and I don't specify what harm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so my concern is 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 for him, you know, period. You know, like all moms, you know. But am I worried one way more than the other? No. I, I worry equally. Right. You know? Um, mm-hmm. Now, as far as with that, because I've had, you know, not now um but you know people used to make stupid comments um with me and my husband I have had people come to my inbox as recently as maybe uh about a year year and a half ago telling me I should be ashamed married you know to a white man now after I I went off oh
1: yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah um maybe it maybe about two years ago, but um via Facebook, so it wasn't that long ago um and so you know, after I went off uh via inbox and then properly uh promptly reported and blocked this person, then got extremely mad
1: um
0: because you know, but my thing is, if anybody knows me that they know that's not true and mm-hmm. i feel like um if we look at pivotal moments in in society right if we if we look at um with the marches and, and everything any anything that that needs to be done to change our world has to involve the world mm. cuz if if we look at pictures of um the marches Martin Luther King has done there has been people of other races, you know. I don't want someone to judge me based on their experience with, I don't care if they've had bad experiences with every black woman they've ever met, or saw on TV, or think it's real housewives of whatever else. I don't want to be lumped into a category just because it seemed like it might fit. Right. Um, So, I think I personally, my per you know, my my home is very diverse. My friends are very diverse, but I'm a very vocal, vocal woman. I'm black all day, twenty four hours a day, for going on forty two years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And 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 my thing is, if we focus on, you know, like if it if, if to solve any problem, if we say, uh, okay, let's um let's you know black out Black Friday, it's if. Uh, The shot caller so to speak The initiator of it Is let's say you know you You initiated this thing How much more powerful it'll be If it's not just our dollar
1: Because Mm. guess
0: what It's it's, it's not just our dollar But if we could uh, uh, Involve other dollars Because see green is one color So if we can make a statement You know to me you make more Of a statement with by the numbers, not not mm-hmm. not segmenting it. So you understand what I'm saying. And that's how right. that's those are my feelings about it. Um, is that to really be powerful with anything? You the, the, we're not meant to be separated, and that's where the world went wrong because we want to separate mm-hmm. each other, but then we want to fix it in segments. And it hmm. doesn't work like that. It doesn't work that way. Like, unity, period, is my focus. Because guess what? If you disrespect me or come at me or my or my family, I'm not going to ask you, what's your background? Are you light, right. persona, are you mixed, or are you white? You know, because, you know, here in Louisiana, we have... Creole we have different things mm-hmm. So you might have an attitude with somebody Or whatever not talking to them Because you think they're white and they could be Creole And um, Colin the uh, Colin K Cap- Kaepernick.
2: Kaepernick If I'm not uh-huh. mistaken
0: And I could be wrong but ain't he mixed
2: I believe so mm-hmm. You
0: know Obama Is, is mixed
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know So we have mm-hmm. to look at You can't you know, you can't just And those are those are my feelings And, and as far as black unity um, I, I think that if we focus on unity as a whole Some of our households ain't even together Let's get, get that together and extend out mm. Mm. And that's there where she I go, go back have, There, she go.
2: there <laughs> she go hitting below <laughs> the
1: belt
2: <laughs> <laughs> It looks like we might have another question Let's see who we got here
3: uh, eight
2: six four number
4: Peace love and power Sisters how are you all tonight
2: Wonderful how are you
4: I'm doing fine I'm doing just fine So this what is your you brother. got for me Okay um, I was Um. I was just You know listening in to the Conversation and withdraw My you know what brought my attention here Was the conversation of black unity And I think even when you're saying black unity, you're being specific. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, even if we're going to a doctor, you know, to get healing, we can't just say our body hurts. You know, a lot of times we have to be specific. And, Mm -hmm. you know, regardless of us, we have various different creators. You know, this person may say that they this, this person say that this creator, some people believe in God, some people believe in Allah, Yahweh, different things. But what I've learned on my path is what we see inside that creator should reflect uh-huh. the image in which we see within ourselves.
1: And what I'm
4: proud to have listened to inside learning a lot from our, our teachers and, and things is and especially I remember my grandmother. My grandmother would tell me, out of all the lessons that she taught me in life, she said self-preservation is the first law of nature. And when we're saying self-preservation is the first law of nature, when we're looking in in a jungle, we look at the uh, the lion versus the hyena, the lion versus you know the the zebra. Uh, we look at different. Uh, Adversities. We look at different rivalries, right? Even when we're Mm -hmm. looking at, you know, the Lakers versus the Knicks, we have to be under. We must understand this as as a black people, we're understanding who we are. There has been no enemy to people of us of an African kind. That is what makes us black. That is what gives us the black hue that we have. Is because that we are African genetically. right. And we have not seen, as a matter of fact, not even a catastrophe, a natural catastrophe has seen what the European, when you're talking about Europeans like Cecil Rhodes, when you're talking Mm -hmm. about Europeans like uh, King Leopold, they killed millions of black people. You understand? And when we're Mm -hmm. talking about these, we come from a place of greatness. We once inside the creator giving us what, what was bestowed upon us, we had a magnificent gift. We had many things to offer to the world. And it wasn't just, oh, I'm a, I'm a gang banger or, you know, I'm doing all the stuff we see now. That is where we are in the current day. But we have gone far away from that of saying, like, even Black Wall Street. That was a monumental time here in America. Right For us as black people, because we were working together in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921. We had hmm. over 500, 600 businesses Absolutely. owned by black people. But mm-hmm. we don't see those images in current day because a lot of times, and I'm not saying anything to anybody else, but before we are winning, we are already getting beat 50 to 0. But when we score our first touchdown, we want to kind of give or share the wealth with our uh, uh, opponent. And that's one thing. Now, everybody on that away side doesn't mean that they're your actual enemy. You may have a relative or somebody that's over there. But if you stop for one second and say, hey, while you're on the game and while you're on the playing field, you will get your head knocked off. So I think it's very important (laughs) for us to understand who we are in this game of chess or whatever it is, because we still see that we, as a black people, regardless of how many white people love us, how many Mexicans love us, we see that they are concerned more about themselves collectively. Because when this mm-hmm. make uh, Make America Great Again, this Trump, quiet is kept. You got a lot of tr- Trump lovers, you know. Oh yeah. That's, that's you know. So that's the reality. This 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 type of Trump theme. It provides an atmosphere that is safe for the European, which is the "quote unquote" model American. We still, as Black people, are trying to find our way. We still are trying to say, "Hey, I have the right to walk down the road and carry some some Skittles and and, and a juice." I have. Hmm. We have not yet yet gotten there, so we must understand. And I wanted to say this, and I'm going to wrap it up. What it is not only in black unity, because I think when we see our brothers and sisters getting together, waving guns and promoting drugs and violence, that's unity. But we must talk about, I want to talk about and engage um, in progressive black unity rather than detrimental detrimental black unity. And I think that's where we have been at. You know, we can get together around the football game. It's going to be Sunday. Many of us, we might say, hey, we don't like the NFL or we don't like what they did to Colin Kaepernick, but it's a bigger picture. It's the fact that we still feed them 75%, 80% of the NFL is black. And how many owners, what's the percentage of owners that we have in the NFL? Zero. None. It says a lot about the the lineage of slavery. You know, hmm. so I want to... You know, even as I, as a black man, I know sometimes with being vocal, being being strong, sometimes that, you know, a lot of people think I'm an enemy, but I'm not an enemy. This is something that I'm trying to help develop within, you know, people around me, my children, as we're going forward, because like the sister said, the first place to start is in your family, is in Absolutely. yourself, unifying yourself, having a healthy diet. You know, practicing healthy, you know, watching healthy things on TV. This is what we start. Then we start in our community. We must understand Absolutely. the processes of life. So I just wanted to, you know, interject that, um, ladies, and you, you you guys were having a great conversation, so hopefully I could have added something. Thank
2: well, you. thank you. So I'm sorry, what was your name again?
4: Equineve. Now you know
2: I can't pronounce that. But but it's it's a beautiful name, and I'm sure it has an awesome meaning to it. But thank you so much um, for joining in and definitely giving your perspective. That is, I appreciate it, brother. I really do. Thank you, yes, ma'am.
4: Thank you, thank you,
2: ma'am. Yes. Go ahead, Queen V. You have a question for me. I I think he kind of dropped he
0: dropped the mic though. He dropped a couple Uh, mics, didn't he? (laughs) I forgot my question and my comment, but. He made up for what happened Tuesday. I'll say that much. Um, yes. <laughs> one one of, I, one of the things, and I I loved so many things that he said, but you know, I honestly think um, that if we okay, so my my mom was murdered back in ninety ninety four. A lot of people, you know, that know me know that. Um and even though, and this is the sad part, because even though it's still unsolved, all these many years later, I I could bet because of her because of her lifestyle that the person that murdered her looked like her. My little cousin um, was murdered back in in twenty fourteen, November of twenty fourteen,
3: and mm-hmm. we know
0: the person that murdered him looked like him. You know what I'm saying? So I I think that we got to get a that's I think that's the big difference between today versus the 60s and 70s is because you got to focus on the family unit. Whether it's you and your son, you and twin girls, you and some uh, adopted kids, you and your pets, whatever. It when, when that family unit is right, then then you put out right. You know what I'm saying, and the, mm-hmm. and we I think we have to focus on that part. That part. A lot of my son's friends come from you know houses where they're raised with their grandparents. You know, and so they come here and they see something different. They see the respect and the and the love. Because we can't expect to disrespect our husbands, our husbands to disrespect us, our kids to disrespect us, and then all of a sudden go in the world and expect respect. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. um, my five cents. He kind of he kind of dropped so many mics. I forgot what I was saying. But we, um, that's my yeah, five he, cents. He, yeah,
2: yeah, he, he <laughs> dropped quite a few. He dropped quite a few mics. But now here, but see, and so you're even your point to pretty much my enemies look like me. Yeah. Um, so even to to your point, and I'm going to go here, but I know a lot of people say, well, I hate when people say that because I've heard this, but black lives matter, right? Yeah. And, you know, people, well, it, it, stop it with the black lives matter. Why don't they matter to black people? Because that's always my question. Now, I'm not I, I love what the the organization stands for. I, I'm I'm good at all of that. However, if my enemy still looks just like me, when does that life matter? Especially when now we know it was a black man killed another black man and the black man that killed this black man, we walking around wearing shirts free pookie. We hollering, oh, I'm sorry. you know. My... <laughs> you don't have to mute yourself. You could, you know, free Pookie or, or whatever the case is. But where is the fight for? Um, let me, you, you know, I, I, let's go out here and be for our, uh, be for other Black people as well. Um, I, that's that's just my thing. I see. Um, looks like Queen Lavon and and I'm sorry, brother. I cannot pronounce your name, so I'm not going to try. But um, I see both of you have a question, but go ahead, Queen LeBon, and then um, I have my
0: brother jump on. Just say King E" because
2: I'm pretty sure it starts with the <laughs> E. I'm
0: not even going to
3: try. I mean, he, I, it was awesome to have a male perspective um, on the conversation tonight. I appreciate that. And as Valencia said, he did drop quite a few bombs on us. Um before he got on, my question was, I was going to ask, if we can't even come together and unify within ourselves, how can we expect other races, other people to want to come and connect with us and to create that unified? Because I do agree, it's going to take more than just us, because at the end of the day, the world is, is dollar and cent. And money is money. And if we have money, they have money, and we bring our monies together collectively, we can make a bigger impact. But if we can't even get it together, I mean, how can we be an example to someone that even have them want to come and connect with us? Mm.
2: And then that takes me to the post that I posted um, that um, Malcolm X said, there can be no black-white unity until there's first some black unity. We cannot think of uniting with others until – after we first um, united among ourselves, we cannot think of being acceptable to others until we have first proven acceptable to ourselves. So, LaVon, you hit right on with with what Malcolm X was saying. Um, Go ahead, my brother. Is he still here? You there? Hello? Yep, you there?
4: Yes, ma'am. Okay, go ahead. I can't pop back up like you had a question or a oh, comment. Um, um, um Well well um I, I guess just adding um you know, just the thing as you guys were talking about family, therefore even community, even talking about uh economics. Um it comes back down to self control, self discipline, and it is a thing that we all should be trying to get in some type of practice of doing, us as black people, because I think Mm -hmm. even when we look at our culture, us as a people, we are the only people like Dr. Francis Cress Welsing has spoken of so elaborately and and speaking about just how we call ourselves out of our names, you know, on a regular. This is something that we do all the time and And basically, it's just showing what my grandmother would call no home training um mm-hmm. where a lot of these things are now embraced inside a culture right and it, whether it be hip hop and i'm a I'm a hip hop artist myself, but when you you look at to the the state that it has become to be and there's a lot of money, like the sister was just speaking about there are a lot of people that have a collective inside they have a collective interest. In hip hop, but it is like on or due to the detriment of us as black people. I wonder, can we create something like this for somebody else? You know, uh, I haven't seen that time. You know, but we are the only people that in, embrace this type of culture, even now, where well, we are proudly calling ourselves drug addicts on a regular, mm. not just marijuana. You know, now it's lean,
1: scissor.
4: You know, um, you know the 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 guy. I think young young thug. He got mm-hmm. called on. I don't. I think he was using uh, crystal meth, or that's what the word was. You have people like Future that has the Molly uh, Percocet song, which was very popular. You know, and sold yeah, mid- yes it millions of millions of dollars. As the sister, you know, we speak about money, and I think when we start to collectively as a people start to say, no, you know, not, you know, support these types of things on the awards, you know, say, Hey, this is not, I think this is the collective interest that, you know, maybe somebody on the outside could have a white person or Korean or Indian. Right. They could support us. But I think like my grandmother would tell me, you have to sweep around your own front door before you go sweeping around somebody else's. So I think even a lot of times before we expect somebody else to do something, we have to definitely Mm -hmm. get on a a cord and, and do it in in massive numbers, you know, not where a small amount of us are doing a little something, but then the majority of us are doing still the crazy thing. You know, I think people are still going to look at the all, you know, us, You know, by that by that collective approach. So I just wanted to add that, um, and and something that I'm working to implement myself, and also in my family with my wife. Of course, we have uh, some ups and downs, but just learning to, you know, overcome those, and you know, understanding how not to get back to those things, so we can patch up. Because the reality is, a lot of our mothers and sisters and they haven't spoken for years. Y'all know, you know, a lot uh-huh. of us are still having trauma from somebody being raped in the family or somebody being, this is just a harsh reality. So before we can go on, and, and this is coming from slavery. This has mm-hmm. been passed down. So it's genetically, and it's, and it's still, we still see it. We're still the ones that have to hurt when we hear about Trayvon, Philando Castillo, Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland who is that that has to hurt? Of course, other right. people can hurt, but we are still the ones that have to hurt like we did years ago with Emmett Till, when Martin Luther King got killed, when all those other people got killed. So, you know, I think healing, you know, going back inside is is definitely an important thing. But I'm, I'm sorry, y'all.
2: No, you – listen, trust me, you're good. And and even the fact that you touched on the economics, because um, currently um, myself and actually Queen V were reading – um the wealth choice uh, talking about black wealth and, and building black wealth by Dennis Kimbrough. So, I mean, you, you, you talking right up, right up our alley, you, you good to go. Trust me, you good. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I, and again, I, I appreciate it because, and, and this is what I'm talking about is, it's what we need, especially one the to me, the biggest things that I think can start unity because we know that the problem is that there is, number one of the things that we can start is definitely the relationship, the relationships between the black man and the black woman especially, um, and, and not even so much an intimate relationship, just the relationship and relating to each other, period. Even how we can come here to, at this moment and have this discussion um, and everybody be open-minded and expressing their views, This, these are the kinds of things that can that can can help get a, a start of some kind of unity going because at the end of the day, I, you know, it, I can see where you're coming from. I know what's going on. We, we relate. We have that, that, that ground floor that says, okay, we, we see the problem together. Now how can we build our relationship so that we can move forward? So I definitely want I definitely appreciate you coming in tonight. It's always good to, um, always always good to have a a male perspective on a lot of these things i thank you um
1: thank you queen b thank you
2: thank you queen b you got a a comment for me ma'am yes
0: um i'd like to say something about i it kind of goes back to my original point of you know starting in our homes and i know of course my family's black, duh, you know, my cousins, all of that. I have black men and young black women all you know, all around me. And I'm they they good. They got most of them got good home training. But as a as a black woman anytime that I've been disrespected, right? in like
3: mm-hmm.
0: gas station, you know, you go to the gas station, it's that that look, you, you know what I'm saying, or the comments. Um, now, mind you, I'm probably end up being the last person they say stuff to because I will go off because, like, respect me as a woman, respect me as a a black woman. So, kind of earlier, I think um, you might have said something about how we treat if how black men act or something like that um, is how we've treated them. We have to look at. Okay, so we know X, Y, and Z happened,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: the thing with black women, we've been taught to internalize our pain, internalize our hurt. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, so physical true. hurt, eventually, eventually you will heal from physical hurt or violation. And I don't mean mm-hmm. it like that, but you think about the emotional hurt and how how as black women we've been taught to hold it in even to the point of allowing ourselves to be disrespected absolutely and so if you don't respect you know you respect you respect the kind of everything to me kind of goes back to respect
2: absolutely to to respect you know so, so now let me ask that you that. Was, let me let me ask you mm-hmm. in, in regards to women being taught to hold it yeah that's just the thought. Do you think that even that stem from slavery? Because if you have to stand by and yeah. watch so much happen, and you know you can't say anything, so now that whole "oh, you just be quiet and take it," you just be quiet and take it. They just keep passing that along. So, no doubt. No doubt.
0: No doubt. So it's it's like this, okay? Mm, when you catch a cold, so you mm-hmm. know you caught a cold, right? You know, you mm-hmm. caught a cold. So now you can't focus necessarily on the cold. You have to focus on the medicine and the and the healing. Mm. And you have Absolutely. to see what works. So like, if you know, back in the day, my grandmother used to say, don't wash your hair, don't take a bath and go outside. Right. You know, because you'll get sick. Now, mm-hmm. that wasn't my experience, but it, it's apparently something that she's experienced that she knows that this will cause this problem. So okay, so the problem has happened. So now I can't focus on getting sick because sick is done. Like if sick has happened. So now mm-hmm. what's the medicine? What's the medicine instead of instead of continuously um, focusing on the on the virus, so to speak?
2: Mm. Okay. This, this I'm
0: sorry. That's <laughs> sure. my last statement. I promise. Every no, um and. And I read this, it is, every, every, um, I read this somewhere and it's true. Every problem in, in every, every problem in the Bible ended with a solution mm-hmm. from, from Adam, from Adam's sin, there was a solution. Right. Absolutely. From, from, you know, and I think that's what we have to focus, the solution.
2: Absolutely. So what, So the question is, what is the solution? What is the solution? Absolutely.
0: Okay. Oh, let me see. I'm it looks bad. like
2: we got another Got a <laughs> caller here. Hold on. Uh, 313 area code. Hey. How you, are
1: you there? Doing? Thanks for taking my call.
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm doing beautiful.
2: And thank you for calling in. What you got for us?
1: Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that, Um. I've seen the, the topic where you said, um, is the, you know, the whole black thing, you know, as far as unity and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, is it possible? Um, I think that at this point, it's
2: um, possible. You, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. We're losing you.
1: No, I, well, I seen that at this point, it's not. Um, you know, it's, it's just been certain things that have transpired. And, you know, you've seen, you know, a lot of us have embraced the, you know, we have been left with the legacy of the multicultural thing, but we also have embraced that. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, destroyed us in a way, you know, where, you know, where we have all these sicknesses now, you know, with the black men and black women being rivals and, you know, even when you go on these jobs, you know, when you go on these, working these jobs and. A lot of times on these jobs, your your biggest enemies on your jobs gonna be other black men. You know, I noticed that working on these jobs, you know, black men be- being my biggest rivals, and you know, it's, it's it's not really possible, you know. But you know, like I said, I feel like the solutions are coming. You know, as far as the things that's going to come in the future, because we mm-hmm. just can't go on like this as a people. You know, we, we you know it's, it's, we remnant status we're. You know the ones of us that are you know productive and constructive, just going mm-hmm. to just make a new identity. You got a lot of us got to just be left behind. So that's all I want to say. You know, thanks for taking my call.
2: Okay, not a problem. Let me just, so I just just make sure I understand. So you in your opinion, you don't feel that at this point, pretty much at this stage of the game, the unity
3: is 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 can't
2: pretty much is not going to happen.
4: Yeah, yeah,
1: it, it, it's. You know, it, it 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 can't happen because you just can't. You you have to be straightforward. You know what I'm saying? You got too many people. Okay, you got one on one hand. You you want to support the multiculturalism and the equality and this type of stuff, but in order to have that type of thing, you know, your unity as a people gonna have to suffer. You know what I'm saying? If you if you want to be integrated into this society you're going to have to play ball and and part of that is not really having any type of cultural privacy so you know that's mm. that's just one of the that's one of the you know that was just one of the things we had to give up you know to be to have a part in this society you know interesting
3: like
1: okay
2: so I mean I understand what you're saying, and, and absolutely i respect definitely respect your opinion on that and I thank you so much for calling in and for joining us. I definitely appreciate your opinion on that. Thank you so much. Oh, for taking my call. Thank you all right, y'all. so we winding up here so here's 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 where we are okay the whole the, the, the base of this was presented black unity um and, and can it exist um we've We've heard both sides of it. one side says it it might another side says gentlemen um that we just finished speaking with. chances are probably not um, and to be honest, I can see both sides i can I can understand both sides. I will say I feel honestly saddened by the whole prospect um, i and I guess I'm saddened because to know what happened in the fifties and sixties, and to know how how much they fought, how many lives were lost, everything that took place to get to the point where they where where our people could talk about black power and black unity to now we're to the place where you know we're 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 locking our own doors when we go when when one of our own walk past us um we don't feel altogether safe around our own people. Um, and so it's it's really pretty much a sad situation we're in, but I do believe, um, I believe it was Queen, it was either Queen LaVonna or Queen Valencia, one of my two Queen sisters mentioned that it has to start in the home. It has It has got to start within our home. We cannot, we cannot, cannot, cannot go out and change anything until we change the people that are that are that are close to us we can't send out these ill-mannered children and think that we're going to unite the, the community we're going to bring everybody together when you cannot even teach your son or daughter within your home that when you go out how do you show respect to somebody else or how to carry yourself in such a way that it doesn't look as if you're coming to cause them harm or coming to cause them trouble these are things that we have to begin, with. like, again, in our home, we have to start with those around us. We have to start educating those. We have to start making sure that they're aware of the history of, of where we've come from so that they can know where it is that we need to go. This is, our, especially our, our next just generation coming up, we've got to let them know this. We've gotta let them know this. Yes, my son is ten years old, but guaranteed he's read Obama's book. Guarantee you he has read two or three books on slavery because I and, and we sit down and talk about it because I need you to understand. I don't want you to hate anyone, but I need you to understand the backs of the people that you're standing on as you walk through this earth. I need you to understand where your strength comes from. I need you to focus. I need you to understand that as a young black man, yes, it's probably going to be a little bit harder for you, Probably a whole lot harder for you, but you have got to stand and you have got to respect the black woman. You have got to respect everybody around you and make sure that at all times you are carrying yourself in a manner that would say, yes, I am a king, yes, I am a god. You have to keep your head held high. So we've got to start. We've and I can't. And I hate to say start raising, but because some of them are already out there. But for those that have them that are not out there yet, get it in them that this is this is what they have to know. They have to know where they where they came from, where their people came from, and let them know that together is how it's going to work. Let go of the jealousy, let go of the envy, let go of all of the other things that we allow to keep us apart because we can't unite with anybody else until we can unite together. And even if that means first just your small community of your home, the people live close to you, start there. Start there. So having said that, I want to thank everybody for that called in and joined in today. I definitely appreciate it. And listen, this is just the beginning. This is just one conversation. And maybe it triggers something in you, and you can go talk to somebody else, or maybe the conversation can keep it going, keep it going. But there's got to be a way to make things better for us. it has got to be a way to help, for us to help each other. Because one of my next shows, um, I don't know if it's the very next one, but one of the shows that I'm going to be doing in the near future here is I need to know, honestly, who is raising these children? Who raised, who, who's raising these young girls and these young boys? Because I'm I'm confused as to some of the, the the things they do, how they feel that they're entitled to everything. And we I'm not going to get into all that because I could go on, but that's going to be one of the next things. So this is the, these are things that we have to get together, in our home and in our community and 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 of those close to us. So, but again, thank y'all so much for joining. I love 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 y'all to life. So until next time, y'all keep it clean, y'all keep it smooth. Keep your head held high. We're going to make this work together. We've got to work, walk it out together, and, hey, stay fly. Love, y'all. Talk to you later. Here we go. Excitement.
1: Riveting. Love. Forgiveness. Shy. Fly. 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 Radio.
4: <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
4: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
4: Whoa.